Talking with IVE Group today, uh, ASX code IGL, market cap around $390 million. The company specialises in creative services, data-driven communications, integrated marketing, production and distribution. The company brings together capabilities, specialists and technology needed to make customer connection seamless. We have with us Jeff Seelig, who is the Executive Chairman. Jeff, thanks for your time. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Now, you just uh, released your first half financial year 2023 results. I think it was last week. What, what were the highlights? At a snapshot level, uh, revenue uh, well up on last year, as was EBITDA and NPAT. Some of that pickup was as a result of a large acquisition that we completed in the second half, the first half of the year, I should say. But outside of the acquisition revenue from mid-September, the organic growth in revenue was about 10%. So very strong at the top line, bounced back to just over 500 million. And that's flowed right through to a nine and a half cent fully frank dividend, which once again is well up over the same period last year. So yeah, on all metrics, a very strong first half to the year. And we continue to maintain, as we have done since we listed seven years ago, uh, a very strong balance sheet, which puts us in a good position to continue to pursue uh, organic or inorganic uh, growth opportunities for the business. And there's different components to your business. What, what were the key drivers of the result? I think the key drivers are twofold. One, across the board, we had good momentum, like in all parts of our business in the first half. And then we acquired one of our major competitors in the print sector, uh, part, part of the business that we operate. In middle of September, they went into administration. So that was an enormous amount of work to get that over the line, but it certainly was a, a large driver of revenue, small contribution to earnings. But certainly when that integration is fully complete, their assets into our existing IVE Group assets, uh, from a financial metrics perspective, it's highly attractive. Uh, and it's on track. So I think there would be the two takeouts is the, acqui the acquisition uh, came along at the right time, which has certainly kicked, kicked the revenue and made a contribution to earnings. But uh, of more comfort, I think, was the base business across the board had good momentum. And uh, there's a, a new product you've launched, Lasso. Um, can you give us an update on how that's yeah. progressing? Yeah, Lasso's been around for a long time like 20 odd years, but it was fairly uh, static and uninvested in when we acquired it. But it did have 200,000 loyal users per month that would regularly visit the Lasso site, essentially to view static digital versions of the catalogue. So we decided two and a half years ago to invest in Lasso and transform Lasso from what was a very static platform to essentially a Lasso e-commerce marketplace. And we launched that in October. It coincided with our go-to-market campaign. And it's nice to launch a business like that, not from a walk-up start, when you know you've got a tens of thousands of regular users, albeit that mix of user will change as time goes on, because it's now an e-commerce site, not a static site. We still host static digital catalogues, but we've had a huge number of retailers across a very broad cross-section of the Australian retail landscape sign up and are now actively uh, plugged in, as they say, to the Lasso network. So it's been a really exciting initiative for us. It's early days, 
we only launched in October, but we've been working on it for two years and we're off and running. So I'd like to think as we head towards the full year results in August that we can provide more metrics on how that business is going. You touched on acquisitions. Can you give us an update on the Avato acquisition? So this is a major competitor of ours. Uh, they would have been the second largest printer in Australia if, if, you, if you exclude the newspaper uh, producers. And they went into administration in uh, August last year, so we mobilised uh, quickly and uh, in the end bought a number of their assets, key production assets. And we're in the process over the next 12 months of integrating their assets into our production facilities. Some of our gears coming out, some of their gears going in, uh, simplified the staff structure and centralised the finance function already. So on paper it is a relatively straightforward integration and we're, we're very good at integrations like that, but we expect the revenue to be roughly $160 million a year annualised, which is not insignificant. And it's nice to have the opportunity to buy you know, a major competitor in that particular part of our market. Clients have received it really well. Um, a, a number of their top five, 10 clients were also clients of ours. So there was no resistance there. In fact, I think they took a lot of comfort from the fact that Ive Group was the one that, uh, that acquired the assets of the business. So it's gone really well. Uh, good timing and, it's, it's, and the integration's on track. You're in a partnership with Iberdrolo. Can you give us some, an update on the significance of that partnership? Yes, well, they're one of the largest players globally in the renewable space, and they're a large player here in Australia, particularly in the generation of wind, wind turbines and, and the renewable source being wind. We are large users of power, um, not across the board, but in a number of our businesses, we're large users of power, and we also use gas. So we were quite specific in our results last week to to provide more detail around energy full stop in relation to costs and also in relation to the heads of agreement that we've just signed with Iberdrola to, to enter a seven year agreement with them commencing January 1, 2024, which not only uh, sees us lock in on a price for power, so to speak, but it sees the company as part of our ESG uh, work, one of our ESG work streams warp move towards being uh, fully renewable in terms of our power source um, in the near future. So I think uh, the move for us into a power purchase agreement, uh, is certainly in our sector, is, is quite front foot. And I think we're going to see more of these types of agreements uh, across um, corporate Australia as people look at their requirements for ESG, but also given the volatility of energy markets look to lock down certainty in their price. When it comes to gas, gas is, uh, is uh, incredibly volatile and we wouldn't expect the gas price that we're paying at the moment to stay at those elevated levels for the foreseeable future. I think that would be very damaging, not only on uh, households, but um, on every business in the country that's using gas. So. Um, Intuition tells us that uh, the, the current level of gas prices, notwithstanding the government's intervention, is not sustainable and that this will be dealt with sooner rather than later because uh, it's, uh, it's hurting a lot of people. 
And, and looking forward in, in regards to your financials, have you given any guidance for, for you know, the next 12 yes, months? Yes, we so? did We did last week. We upgraded, we essentially upgraded our guidance. Our original guidance that we provided at the AGM on the 24th of November was 36 million NPAT, which was up, up quite, quite some way on the prior year. We have upgraded that guidance, um, also had a modest contribution from the Avato revenues and then the offset to that was the increase in electricity and gas costs in the second half. But the net wash up of, of all of that is that we've upgraded our guidance from 36 million NPAT to 41 million NPAT for the full year. And the company has not changed our dividend policy, which remains 65 to 75% payout ratio of underlying NPAT. So yeah upgrading guidance and a good momentum going into the second half of the year. A good story in this sort of market too, upgraded guidance. Um, and so 2023, you've kind of you've got some partnerships, uh, acquisitions. What, what does the rest of the year look like? Yeah, look, I think the main focus for us outside of business as usual, because we're, we're nudging a billion dollars, it, it would seem, as we head, head towards the end of this financial year in revenues. Uh, so we do have a lot of moving parts in the business. So there's always a business as usual focus and servicing our customers. But I think the main priorities are to make sure that the Avato integration stays absolutely on track. It's taking a lot of people's time in, in part of our business and we, we want to get that completed as soon as possible because that's when we unlock the synergies. We have foreshadowed a move into the packaging space, the fibre-based packaging space. So we've been somewhat delayed in, the, in that endeavour because of the Avato acquisition happening through an administration and then we, then we completed a capital raise as well in uh, September or October. So we've, we've, we've sort of been a little behind in the execution of the packaging strategy, but that, that will be a focus for us. And then thirdly is to continue to monitor very closely the progress of Lasso. And if we fill the early indications of Lasso continue to be positive and have good momentum, uh, it may see us invest more in the go-to-market to amplify that brand. So they would be our principal focuses for the, the balance of this, uh, I, suppose, I should say, calendar year. Jeff Seelig, thanks for your time. No, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me.